Happy Wednesday, everyone. We're popping on to chat markets early this week to talk about that very strong global dairy trade event and then run down our expectations for the U.S. dairy product production report coming out tomorrow afternoon. We're really sounding like a broken record here, but the trend remains the same on what exactly is moving these commodity prices on the New Zealand auction. Now, a lot of the data is proprietary, so we can't exactly share specific numbers, but we can state that the big price swings were provoked by demand from China. Most notably, of course, on whole milk powder and then on butter, but they also purchase strong amounts of skim milk powder and cheddar cheese. It's quite interesting that these prices are the highest that we've seen in seven or eight years even, depending on the commodity, yet the bidding presence fell to multi-year lows. Lucas, let's fill everyone in on what that means. Yeah, thanks, Alyssa. Just an absolutely historic auction this week. Really incredible to watch it push into a record 23 rounds as whole milk powder kept the market open. And then just the the price increases across most commodities were tremendous. You summed up the key messages there, Alyssa. Those core Chinese buyers are really the ones who need most of this product and have pushed prices towards sky high levels and priced many other people, many other buyers from most regions around the globe out of the market. I think it's critical there that winning bidder number was very small, which means even within China, I think there are certain uh, buyers who have been priced out of the market as well. What this tells us at High Ground, and I think we've been chatting about this and writing about this for a while now, but food inflation, food prices in China continue to skyrocket. Insecurity remains rampant, and the country is doing what they can to make sure that they have available dairy foods. And when they do that, pricing out others around the rest of the world. Looking ahead, I think if this demand continues, you know, I think we could continue to see some price support here. But as soon as these Chinese buyers step back, we do expect prices to decline a bit. However, it is important to note that if other buyers have been priced out of the market and not buying in recent auctions, they could step back in at higher levels than normal and possibly uh, prevent a steep decline overall. At at some, I think the world remains generally short of dairy products with milk production in the EU a bit lower versus expectations still through March and the U.S. having difficulties shipping product overseas with port congestion and container shortages, the world will turn to Fonterra to supply them with product. This was one of the most exciting auctions of my career, that is for sure. Shifting back to our homeland, are we expecting those questionable milk production figures from January to translate into anything notable on this dairy production report tomorrow? Yeah, a big report waiting for the that production data and also the dry stocks data. You know, after that questionable milk production number that we talked about, I think, last week, it will be interesting to see how this production shakes out and if it will lend or lead any more clarity into exactly what's going on here. I think from a cheese perspective, I am very interested in that number. We saw stocks that were virtually the same in January at the end of December. And what that tells me is, I think, Retail demand has been quite strong, preventing a stock's increase, but that could maybe point to maybe a more muted cheese production gain as well. Non-fat dry milk, I think production will be extremely strong, as well as with butter, as milk flows into those class four products. 
Another data point we'll be watching is non-fat dry milk stocks. Those have climbed into December and that will give us a good overview of where we expect price trends based on how much product we have available. I'll just mention briefly as well, Alyssa, I think we get export data on Friday morning, expecting kind of some muted data there. Cheese likely not very impressive as high prices uh, probably hurt sales in the past few months. And then shipping challenges also impacting non-fat dry milk exports. We do, however, expect that Chinese demand persisted on whey products. That market remains bullish. And I think another decent print on whey and WPC exports is expected. Yeah, good point on Wei, especially with African swine fever breakouts being reported out of China once again. Thanks so much for your insight. I know our audience really enjoys it. And I'm looking forward to chatting again next week to bring our listeners more global dairy insight. Cheers. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And if you're interested in receiving more information as well as our analysis, please visit highgrounddairy.com to request a free 30-day trial today. Futures and options trading involves substantial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Thank you.